Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Solid Jaguar win. I'm happy. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the Jaguars in, in, a, in a few minutes. And BJ Thomas. Still aren't worthy about talking about them. I mean, oh, yeah. we're, we're going to talk oh. about them because this week's game is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you can throw the football from your back. <laughs> so, but before we get to the phone, we do have to um, speak about something serious. So um, the football world lost, I don't say a legend, but a great coach an interesting coach uh, as today. much as they throw as much as they throw the ball now i'd say a legend yeah, yeah. and so he he actually doing it for everybody else yeah mm-hmm. he mike leach passed away today from results of a cardiac uh, incident whatever they want to call it over the weekend mm-hmm. um and yeah he he invented the air raid offense mm-hmm. he was at kentucky went we can't win with these guys yeah. we got to do something yeah yeah Exactly. I just read a whole story about him dropping a fake play sheet when he was offensive coordinator for that, Oklahoma. That was he a dropped, fantastic story. He dropped it in front of the Texas bench, and they picked it up. And the first quarter, they were going off that play sheet, and he was running plays that he uh, put routes in to find the empty space that those plays would leave. Oh man, that was hilarious! Yeah. <laughs> eventually, oh, Texas dicked the play, dished the play sheet and beat him. But for that first quarter, he had him really confused. Yeah. He had him up. They were up seventeen nothing. Texas was like, "What the hell is going on?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I had another story about about him today. They were uh, it was about when he was at Washington State, and the the running game was actually working at Washington State, and they were like, "Holy shit! If they get the running game going and the passing game going, holy crap! They're going to be unstoppable." So one of the um, announcers was asking him, "Was like, hey, we've noticed you've got some more balance in your offense." And he was like, what, what are you talking about? I was like, well, your, your running game's kicking off. He was like, um, I don't call running plays. <laughs> the guy looked at him and was like, what do you mean? He's like, I, we don't call running plays. He's like, <laughs> but your running backs are going off. He's like, yeah, all of those, are the, the, the quarterback has been audibleing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but you don't want more balance in, in, your, in your offense? He's like, I can give you balance or I can give you production. Which yeah. one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I saw something. They said like Mike Leach's uh, quarterbacks have always been ranked like uh, in the top like ten in passing or something like that, like in in the season. Because how many yeah. times? Yeah, because he doesn't call any plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, like if you're throwing the ball six hundred times a year, it's pretty yeah. easy to do that. Yeah, but check check out this coaching tree. Okay, Mark Mangino, Sonny Dykes, Art Bryles, Dino Babers. Um, Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury, all of those have connections. Oh, and Josh Heupel, all of them have connections to Mike Leach. I don't know if he's claiming Cliff Kingsbury this year. <laughs> I don't know if he's claiming Art Bryles either, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either one of them. But um, yeah, I mean, Card- you know, Cardinals look like shit last. Well, I mean, they had Colt McCoy at quarterback. Colt McCoy is like the second best backup in the league, behind Brock Purdy. No, he's a starter behind uh, Cooper Rush. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, you know, it, they, they were okay, and then DeAndre Hopkins decided, I'm just going to drop the ball here. <laughs> New England's in it for a touchdown. Kills the game. Kills BJ's fantasy league. All is well. <laughs> oh, no. Kill, kill Dorian's fantasy league. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still in it to win it. I am Super Bowl bound. As a okay. But if we're going to talk about leagues. if we're going to talk about being Super Bowl bound, um, I know the talk all week has been 
can the 49ers go to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? I don't see why not. I want to see what happens when he gets pressured up the middle. Because yeah. that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. When, that's you move fair. Up, when you when you pressure a pocket <clears throat> passer up the middle, that's when you're going to see some. If well, he can get out of the pocket and move and throw the ball accurately and still have the offense running, they're going to be dangerous. And that's the thing. He's not really a pocket passer. I mean, he can throw from the pocket. Don't get me wrong. But he's got more mobility than people realize. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, he is basically Trey Lance, but better. Yeah. I uh, I just think with him, especially when you talk about, you know, getting that attack from the, the inside, the middle, I – with him having Debo on one side and having McCaffrey, he should be fine. And and Ayuk out there and Kittle. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The the 49ers are set up that if you have a competent quarterback, I Garoppolo, you should be successful. Can we, we just need to be clear on something here. He is not Trey Lance, but better. Brock Purdy runs a 40 similar to a defensive lineman, and Trey Lance is a four five guy. So that's just I mean, he's you can be mobile, but he's not trailing. You don't have to be yeah. quick to be mobile. No. <laughs> yeah. But the difference is Brock Purdy knows how to like read a defense properly. Yeah. And that's kind of important. But a four nine and a four four worlds apart. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, you know, the judge drafted a track star that ran a, a, a 40 yard dash in four three two. Couldn't catch the damn ball with a shit. I think it was Johnny Lee Robbins, I think it was his name. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how fast you run if you're not good. Yeah. But yeah, I think they're um my my only thing is, right? So do you think that in the playoffs, because they said everything is elevated in the playoffs, and it seems as if those windows get tighter in the playoffs, right? So it's like him having home field advantage would be to his advantage, but I think going on a road, that's when that test is going to show. Like, imagine playing Dallas on the road or, well, and, or playing and or something. Like I want to I question the saying. I, I don't disagree with that. The windows mm-hmm. get tighter, but it's not because of the playoffs. The windows are tighter in the playoffs because you're playing better teams. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I mean, I let's, let's, let's just look at this. You're not playing Jacksonville in the playoffs. You're not playing the Browns. You're playing the Minnesota you're playing Dallas. You're playing teams with quality secondaries. Yeah. You know, out of the 10 win teams of the, the point differential, Minnesota's negative one. Yep. Oh. Well, yeah. most of their games have been one score games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most mm-hmm. of them. Most of them. Except that 40 to three. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said on Sunday, they don't understand math. And I'm hoping maybe you guys can explain this to me. Okay, so they were down 28 to 13. Okay, they had the ball in the red zone. It was fourth down. Instead of going for the touchdown, they kicked the field goal on the fourth quarter. Make it 28-16. Like, why? (laughs) And this, they're not the only team that's done this recently. And I've seen this happen. I'm like, Am I not understanding new math? What what the hell is this? Do you think it's more of a analytics thing? Like, okay, so let's kick it now. And our defense in the fourth quarter is like, you know, it's pretty solid enough to if we get the ball back, we should be able to score touchdowns. Because I heard on ES 
ESPN, I think it was Big Swagoo. He said sometimes he said he said teams try to be so smart that they're dumb. And he said that like common no, sense. No, they're just is... dumb because they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, what uh, I what think they said. look at it. I look think they look at it by possessions and not by points. Yeah, well, and that's so it's like if they're, if they're not going to get there, they just kick three and they'll try to get them on the next possession. And, yeah. and that, that's a valid point. So if you if you're in the fourth quarter, most of the time in the fourth quarter you get two, maybe three quality possessions. Mm-hmm. So if you're already in the fourth quarter and you're down by two two touchdowns, that's important mm-hmm. in this conversation, mm-hmm. and you kick a field goal, you're basically saying, I, I have to score touchdowns on my next two quality possessions mm-hmm. while also stopping the other team. A team mm-hmm. that's going to be trying to run the football and run and, the clock out. Yeah. So you can, mm-hmm. you're very you're more likely to have a quick drive, a 30-second yep. three and out. So I see why they would do it. So, okay. So let's say, for instance, if they wouldn't win. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. So you're saying that if I'm running the ball, I'm going to have a quick 30-second three and out? I didn't say all the time. I don't know what you're trying to say there. I'm saying you're more likely. I'm I'm just trying trying to figure out the the logic here. So if if I – Well, if you're looking at teams that try to run out the clock, do they run outside? No, they run inside, which you're more likely to get stopped running inside than you are outside. Yeah, so so you're saying that the team – the, in that in that scenario, the defensive team would call their timeouts. Could depending on how much time's left on the clock, or and, they and could that, just that, that, or they could or they could stop a drive, score a touchdown, then uh, kick. They would get the ball again, burn their timeouts on that drive, and then yeah, attempt to score. I'm, after I'm just that. trying. I'm trying to figure this out because the the three and out I don't disagree with. It's the thirty second three and out. So if if I'm running the ball and I'm just running inside between the tackles, if the other team doesn't call timeouts, that is at a minimum a two minute drive, even if I don't get a first down. Well, we didn't put any time constraints on this argument. So it's hard to just, just, uh, we're saying fourth to go through that. Yeah. It's 15 minutes. No. Okay. So I've already burned. Let's say, so, say, say you score in six. Okay. That's nine minutes left. Say you stop them in two and a half. That's seven. That's uh, six and a half minutes left. You score. Depending on how that goes, you get out of bounds. You work the clock properly. That could take a minute, minute and a half. Cowboys went down the field in minute 20 seconds. Against a really bad Texas team. That defense is not as bad. The offense is the problem. That's fair. Yeah, but so I, it all depends. It, there's, a, there's a lot of variables. That's why we watch the game. Yeah, but, but I think Dorian's on to something. They try to, be out, they try to outsmart their opponent, and we saw, we've seen in the Super Bowl a couple of times. They try to outsmart their opponents, and they just become dumb. I think I think NFL teams focus more on possessions than score. Um, but also, too, depending on you know, like let's say if if you have a dynamic offense, it's okay. So let's say, like for instance, yeah, if a team has a dynamic offense and they're in the red zone, this and it's like fourth and like you know fourth and goal or whatever, like like you got your Dallas's and you have your uh, San Francisco's in nature. Like they're gonna go for it because they know they have the defense to where I'm confident my defense, even even if we don't make it, the other team is like on their side of the end zone. So it's like I have confidence in my defense to get a quick four and out compared to like a Jacksonville or somebody else. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's kick the field goal because you know they're you know they they struggle on that uh, on the defensive side of the ball. So to me, I think it it depends on the team and the and the mentality of the coach like um 
like for the most part, you got Shanahan. Shanahan, he's pretty aggressive. Um, he has the talent to be aggressive. You know, Dallas is pretty aggressive. Uh, Buffalo is pretty aggressive. Like those teams, they're like, hey, you know what? If it's fourth and goal, we're going to go for it because we have the defense solid enough to be able to get that for now. And and on the flip side of that, you got teams like like Houston, who do they have a okay defense. It's not not terrible, but it's not great either. No, but but when they went for on fourth and goal at the one, even though they didn't get it, I think it was a good coaching decision. No, they had to. Yeah, because if they get that, there was what three minutes left when Dallas stopped them. And oh. just to be clear, the stats are not going to back up my argument. Texas defense is solid, but any Lovey Smith defense is solid. The yeah. fact that they're on the field the whole game is a real problem. Yeah. But that, but in that situation, when it was fourth and goal from the one, I want to say there were three or five minutes left. If they get that touchdown, the game is basically over. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I said it was a good coaching decision. Yeah, no, they, they you, execute you gotta do it. it. Yeah. No, you got to do it. It looked like a busted play, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you you can't just judge a play by the result. Or you you can't judge a play call by the result. Let me say you can't judge a decision. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure I'm I'm sure I'm sure the defensive coordinator for Dallas wasn't threatened by Houston's uh, ability to execute because it's Houston. I feel like they underestimated him. Yeah. 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 I can see that too. But, but, but I, you can tell that, like, it seems as if when, when Houston realized that they had a chance to win, it's like, oh, oh, shit, we're, like, really in this position. The two-quarterback system was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. It was like college. <laughs> Driscoll and Mills <laughs> in it. It was kind of fun. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. different. Yeah. They really threw the kitchen sink at us. Well, and, and that was the thing. They're like, you know what? We can't out-talent you. We've got to do something. Yeah. Right. Side note, I, I forgot Driscoll's from Oviedo. Did you guys know that? He played at. Um, I knew he was a Gator, and then he went to he, SMU. Is that right? No, uh, Louisiana, Louisiana Tech. Tech. Yeah, yeah, Louisiana Tech. But yeah, uh, he played at um, Haggerty. Yeah, I think he was a quarterback at, at Haggerty, and then he, from there he went to Florida. Yeah, speaking of old uh, Florida co- uh, quarterbacks, do you guys see where Emory Jones is transferring from Arizona State now? He yeah, because yeah, because the coach sucks. The, yeah, the coach is the problem. Good thing we wasted a year, Anthony Richardson, with him. <laughs> so where's Henry going? Now? We don't know yet. Why the hell is Anthony Richardson going into the draft? What has he shown anybody other than possibly learning how to be a wide receiver? I have no idea. Someone's giving give bad, bad advice. advice. Shit advice. I don't know yeah. what he's thinking. He'd have benefited from one more year, even if it wasn't yeah. in Florida. If he decided to transfer or something, he would yeah. have benefited from an. I don't know. I don't know. Hey. If he had transferred to a place that's just quarterback deprived and just balled out, he would have been fine. So tell me this. If you have to choose, like you have to choose one or the other, would it be Anthony Richardson or Trey Lance? You have to choose one. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, the better athlete. And proved it against better competition. Okay. You said that. I didn't. Just remember that later in the show. <laughs> FBS is better than FCS. I mean, that's... SEC is better than all of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, nobody should be drafted out of North North Dakota State for like a decade. No, yeah. like, <laughs> this is the no draft. Carson, Carson Wentz and Trey Lance, they haven't proved it. This is just y- a bad. Y'all idea. ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Like here, the first time you face grown ass competition is going to be your rookie year. Good luck. Yep. Have fun. Yeah. yeah, I saw someone say that Trey Lance should go into the XFL for two years. That's what it's there for. It is supposed to be a feeder league. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah, like, I don't and, know. I'm just I'm sick of hearing his name, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> just so I mean, so overhyped, and then yeah. and then you want to get rid of Jimmy G for that guy? Like, what is it, the hell's John Lynch thinking? We made fun of all the all the hype at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and for what? Right. The one game he played, he looked like Dorian was out there playing quarterback. Hey, I mean, shit. Sure. I could just toss it over to. I say I, could, I think I can throw it short and over the middle. <laughs> yeah, I could do what Tua does. I'll definitely be out of the pocket. Trust me. Uh, damn, Tua, Tua, Tua look like trash. Yeah, three completions at the end of the first half. Yeah, and yeah. by the way, this isn't the first game he's been like. He doesn't no. look like that. All they're going to do in the playoffs is clog up the middle of the field, and make him throw outside. And that's going to be yep. the end of the Dolphins. And I yep. really do think teams have figured it out. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. you know wasn't that hard. Us idiots from Leesburg can figure this out. <laughs> Look, I can tell you if you struggle to throw the ball fifty yards in the NFL, you're gonna have a real problem. Oh yeah, because those pros over there, the back seven of that defense, back five, whatever you want to call it, can cover fifty yards. That's not a problem. It's when you stretch it, you get to sixty yards, and guys get the ball downfield. That's when the problems start to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and and to his thing was like he's always been accurate because he's throwing short passes. Yeah. His completion percentage was thirty five percent against against the Chargers. All you got to do is if you have any decent linebackers and safeties, plug up the mm-hmm. middle of the field, force them outside. Yep. 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 Boy, Justin Herbert was giving me a damn heart attack too. I was like, "Calm down over there, calm down. You don't need all these points." <laughs> I was waiting for him to screw it up. <laughs> I tell you, if it wasn't if it wasn't for Christian's touchdown run that I sent you in the group chat, I'd have been. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. when I when I saw him score. I was watching the game and I just went, "Yeah, I lost." Changing <laughs> the basketball. Damn. I said, "I lost." I said, that, that, "That's it. That's it." I got lucky. So, I'm worried about this next round. We'll have to see. Yeah, and if we're gonna talk about bad quarterbacks from the AFC East, so ESPN actually said something smart today. Keyshawn Johnson went. Mac Jones is not a good quarterback. No, he's not. He's I was like, no shit, dumbass. He's sure, he's sure good at yelling at coaches, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he has that down to a T. <laughs> this yeah. is my fault. That's not, <laughs> oh, that's not what he's saying. I'm sorry. No. no. I'm a yeah. subpar talent, much like Tua. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, I, you know, we called it. It was like, yeah, you're at Bama. You have five-star wide receivers. Of course you have five-star be- receivers, a five-star def- offensive line, three five-star running backs. It's, it's yeah. really easy to win races when you're sponsored by Ferrari. Try doing that shit sponsored by Honda. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's not that complicated, guys. Because, mm-hmm. again, w- we've talked about this. What quarterback from, from Alabama has had – Consistent success in the NFL. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Um, That's about the last one. That's it. And so, he's in the Hall of Fame with more interceptions than touchdowns. Is everybody off of Brian Flores back yet? Because he did not like Tua. He did not want Tua. 
Right. Yeah. And right. by the way, that Pittsburgh defense looks pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I mean, to BJ's point from earlier in the season, it, earlier in the show, it's hard to be good for 60 minutes when you're constantly out there for 40 of those. Yeah. But yeah. they're still looking good. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh is just a quarterback away. Oh, you don't think Kenny Pickett's the answer? No. Old, <laughs> old tiny hands ain't going to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> tiny, tiny hands and Steve Young concussion ain't going to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. No. So what quarterback could you plug in? Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver or Pittsburgh, the whole league's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know what Aaron Rodgers could do with George Pickens? <laughs> Much better than Kenny Pickett. That's Devontae Adams 2.0. They now, got now picture Aaron Rodgers, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Cortland Sutton, and there's another guy, Patrick. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. Imagine, imagine that. And that tight end. They got a pretty solid tight end, too. And Noah Fant. No, he's in Seattle. He's in Seattle. He's in Seattle. Okwambu or something like that? Yeah, 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 Okwambu, yeah, him. Even he don't really check down to tight ends, but just the option. Mm -hmm. It's not even an option. Yeah. He's had tight ends. The last one he used was Jermichael Finley. Think about that. What happened? Did he retire? Aaron Rodgers stopped using them. <laughs> yeah, Michael Finley was, was solid. Now, yeah. you know, you know, maybe maybe Rodgers can go to to the Raiders because they need a quarterback because they just lost to Baker Mayfield. Man, yeah. that was on the defense. Give yeah. him a ninety-eight yard touchdown drive. I'm not to saying a dude that was played, on his couch two days saying, ago. I'm not saying the mm-hmm. offense played played spectacular, but they have been. Yeah, the defense could have given him one game. Right. I'm like, where's Max Crosby? Usually, he you know shows up with something, but he was he the whole first half of the game. But I mean, yeah. shit, when you're a one man band, you got to take a breather yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, and it it does say something that Baker literally came in what two days before the mm-hmm. game and looked competent, not great, but competent. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's been in the the Browns organization for almost a year and looked just terrible and rusty and whatever other word you want to use well, when he's in the film room somebody shove a finger up his ass yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> might get his attention yeah that that has to be Focus. hanging over uh over his head it, it, it has to be that um, contract's hanging over his head yeah not this that's, year that's pressure too Th- this year i mean it it's a wash yeah. yeah i think he's getting one million this year yeah but next year <laughs> yeah yeah He's got he's got weapons too, so there's no excuse. Yeah. No, he's got a running game. He's got weapons. Defenses, mm-hmm. okay. Like, yeah. I don't know if um, the other running back is going to be there next year. Uh, Hunt. Hunt. I, I don't know. No, he's been trying to get out of there. No. Yeah, and I don't blame him. He is a starter on probably 24 teams in this league. He might wind up in Dallas replacing Tony. That'd be so unfair. Because no, but I don't think Tony. We're not going to be able to afford Tony Pollard. I don't no. see. I don't see him getting rid of Zeke because Zeke well, does too much. I don't see Hunt going to a team where he's going to be splitting carries. Uh, I th- we're sp- they split carries differently in Dallas. It's almost fifty fifty. It's not like you're coming in to rest Nick Chubb. It's so still, I don't I, know. I I still I, I see if he goes somewhere, I see him going to a place where he will be 
you know, okay, if he splits carries, it's going to be a 70-30 on his side. Yeah. I'm trying to see what, what team that could benefit. Well, a lot of Buffalo. teams could from what? Tell you, the way Ooh. Najee Harris looks, Pittsburgh. Well, okay. Yeah. Najee Harris, when he was He's drafted. Injured, though, right? Well, and the, the knock on him when he was drafted, when Pittsburgh drafted him, they went – that he's a good player, they are going to waste him because their offensive line is terrible, mm. and they have not fixed that problem. Atlanta, Carolina, and that Kareem Hunt, the Buffalo, it's it's uh, it's legit. That that would be fun. Maybe not yeah. for the AFC East, but this would be fun to watch. Kansas City, take him back. They need him. Yeah. They're going, about, they, they, they put three running backs out there. You talk about running back by committee. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, so, uh, number one on the Chiefs, McKinnon, I think his name is. Is he a running back, wide receiver, or he he's like a, a running back? He's a running back, but he's more like a, a multi tool. He's like a scat back. Okay. So he's like, um, he's, well, he, he's not a Debo, but what, what other person that was used as a he was a Kareem like a Hunt Darren Sproles, but not as effective as Darren Sproles? Because I was Kareem trying to figure Cream Hunt in Miami. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. That doesn't fix the whole can't throw the ball down the field situation. Right. Though. No. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of teams I could definitely uh utilizing but the thing is like i know we said kareem hunt in miami having two at quarterback though that i, I just had a thought that could be worse than all of that kareem okay. hunt in philadelphia oh but they're not gonna get but again it goes back to splitting carries he's Who's not he gonna split get, carries with miles sanders is special yeah. he's doing doing special things this year yeah but i don't but miles sanders kareem hunt I'm going to hunt, man. Uh, not saying that Miles Sanders is a, is a bust, but it's like. He's got 1,000 yards in 13 games. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he's solid. Averaging five oh, yards a carry. What would Kareem Hunt do in that, though? Kareem yeah. Hunt's more physical with similar speed. Yeah. And he can catch out of the backfield. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're talking about replacing Sanders, like Philly lets him go and then signs Hunt, I could see that. But he's not going to go to a place that had that already has an established running back. And again, split carries similar to what he's doing in Cleveland. I don't think he's at a point in his career where he's going to go to Houston either. Yeah, no. yeah, he's not doing that. So he's going there's to have to be. Yeah, there's going to have to be some concessions made here. Yeah, he's definitely going to uh, to contend. By the way, Tony Pollard almost has 900 split carries. Yeah, you don't see, you don't foresee Dallas working some out with him. We got ninety million wrapped up in Zeke. Oh, got to pay Terrence Steele at some point. Got to pay Trevon Diggs at some point. Got to pay Donovan Wilson at some point. Yeah, it's funny about that that nine hundred from Pollard. I mean, obviously he he does have more than than Zeke, unless carries. So, but you don't think that's because Zeke is carrying more of the load, though? He's taking the blunts of the hits. And that's kind of well, like that's the thing. Up. Zeke softens the defense up in pass right. blocks, and then okay. Tony comes in there and is like, "Now you got to try to catch me, bitch." Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and, and the numbers back that up. So Zeke's long is 27 yards. Pollard's longest, 57. <clears throat> so, I mean, that's, again, I, Zeke is the better pass blocker. I think Pollard might be the better runner. They also might sacrifice spending money receiver to keep both of them. Because mm. Pollard does a lot of extra things, catches yeah. a lot of passes, also. Mm-hmm. You know, and and to that to that end for the Cowboys, outside of CD Lamb, what receiver scares you? Mm, I don't know. It depends. And uh, third down and end zone, Gallup's a pretty damn good receiver. He's just not a number one. Yeah. Other than that, they just signed T.Y. Hilton, though. So let's we'll see how that plays that, out. That. If he's got anything left in the tank, that's a good pickup. He played right. last year, so that's that's a positive situation. Yeah, Not like right. he's sitting down for two years or something. Yeah. Exactly. Um there was oh uh, Tampa, right? Um should Brady just retire? Yes. No. <laughs> Brady's gonna try to wedge his way into San Francisco. No, 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 no. The question was, will he? question was should he i don't think he should he went through most of the year without any of his receivers mike evans and godwin missed time at the same time i believe he lost mm-hmm. Cameron Brate for a stretch a loss his left tackle mm-hmm. that's just on offense yeah so i don't know i'm not ready to throw him under the bus yet so you think he's gonna wedge his way to san francisco did you see that pass he threw to mike evans that was mm-hmm. a 50 yard pass he still got yeah. the arm he's got an arm yeah who retires yeah. first brady or rogers Brady. Brady. I think Rodgers is selfish enough to try to hang around and either milk the money out of Green Bay or try to force his way to another team. Oh my God, yeah. he's getting $50 million next year. Yeah. What he's going to do is show up. I think he wants one more shot at a Super Bowl, and I can see him maneuvering his way to another team. I want one more shot at a supermodel. It doesn't mean I'm going to get it. Hmm. I mean, oh, you, you, better, you, better, you better edit that shit out of the show. <laughs> It's getting, it's getting cold outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AK, you want to be out here with us? Hey, my my wife always told me if Dwayne Johnson walks by, then I'm I'm out. Oh, dang! <laughs> well, come join the club, brother. <laughs> uh, man, I've been told that several times too. Whatever, I'm like, you know, take away his height, muscles, great smile, and, you know, charisma. What do you no. got? You, you, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. you, you take away, take take away his muscles, his charisma. I will say, edges. yeah, <laughs> there there are some advantages to being alone. I'm just saying, just yeah. saying, just saying. Yeah. I got anybody. I have nobody barking at me about some bullshit. Mm-hmm. They could they could handle themselves. That's another discussion for another yeah. time. That's another discussion <laughs> for. Off the record. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so um, with, with that in mind, we'll, we'll move to our power rankings. So now what, what people don't realize is we do think about this throughout the week or at least throughout the day when I say, hey, we're going to do top five, bottom three. And it still takes, uh, oh, damn, what the hell? What am I going to do? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for this week, I still went Philly number one. Yeah, I put the Eagles up there. They deserve it. Another convincing win. Same Eagles. 
they're also leading the league in point differential. That's a yeah, that's, that's very that's telling a stat. Yeah. So number two, I went Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Kansas City. This is where it's going to get interesting. Yeah. Yep. Number three, I have Buffalo. Bringing them back into the top three, 49ers. Dorian? I'm going to say, I'll say Buffalo. So at number four, I have San Francisco. Again, you guys had a point earlier about, about San Francisco. Can Purdy keep it up? If so, they'll move further up the power rankings. I'm throwing the Bengals here. They got the uh, Joe Burrow got the Cleveland Browns monkey off his back. So I'm going to put the Bengals in number four. Good pick. Um, number four for me. It'll have to be. Uh, I will put San Francisco. Number five for me, I hit Cincinnati. So Burrow's got something figured out. I got to go with the Bills. Dak did not have a top five performance against the shitty team. No, and they probably did overlook them um, because you're like, hey, look, they're one something in one. Yeah, that's not the mental approach you need. No. 13 games into the season either. No. And and that's also on coaching. You, You know, yes. It's human nature to go, hey, look, we've got this. It's good. It's on the coach to go, hey, guys, I know their record sucks, but they they are NFL players too. Yeah. Um, for mine, I'll put Dallas. Over Cincinnati. He mm-hmm. just wants that so if the Jaguars pull off a miracle, he can be like, they beat he, the number five Jaguars. <laughs> no. He's, 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 do, he's doing the Dora Domus shit over since here. Since you so. mentioned that. So. But no, it's just they. Um, I mean, I mean, if if Cincinnati, if Cincinnati played uh, Dallas, um, I will put Dallas over Cincinnati because of that defense. Who's your backup quarterback? Because you're about to find out. <laughs> so our bottom three, I had I had had Houston a couple weeks ago. They showed some moxie, so I did not go with Houston. I went with the Chicago Bears. Shit, one and eleven's one and eleven. Houston, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, you can't get no worse than Houston. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, we, like, that was the Cowboys' worst game of the season. They found a way to win it. And we, we talked about the power rankings of how you're playing right now. So I think Houston is playing better than, than Chicago. I think if Houston played Chicago right now, Houston would win. No. they they As they say, they shot their want. So I'm going to use that same logic. <laughs> I think if, if Houston played Denver, Houston would win. That's why I got Denver next. Denver, because especially Russ got that knot on his head. That's the end of their season for sure. I mean, it's been over, but there's no no hope. Let's ride. <laughs> Denver. <laughs> ride to the basement. <laughs> so yeah. is Hackett gonna be one and done in Denver? I don't know. I don't know if this is a Hackett thing. I've been listening and reading some things on Russ and Warren Moon. I guess was a mentor to him when he was in Seattle. And Warren said, this is what Russ wanted. He wanted to be a pocket passer. That's not his game. This is what he gets. 
So, and, and again, that, I don't know. I mean, to me, that's, that's on the coach. Like, look, I know this is what you want, but it's not going to work. Look, and, Russ, Russ seems to be, I don't know how to say it. Arrogant. Like, uh, arrogant and maybe kind of a bully. You know, where it's like, this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. That's fair. And how do you, without losing him, how do you fix that? Especially since he spent a decade doing it the way Pete Carroll and his offensive staff wanted it. Yeah. So how do you fix that? If he's out to try to prove something, like how do you, I don't understand how you fix that without losing somebody that's well, arrogant, aloof, and egotistical. So, I mean, as a coaching staff, you have to be able to deal with egos. That is your job. I don't have the capacity to do it, but that is their job to figure that out. Right. But there are, I was told by a psychologist in high, just after high school, uh, he said, I'm going to tell you this. And if you ever tell anybody I told you this, I'll deny it. There are throwaway people. There are people you cannot work with and is not willing to work with and you should not work with and you just leave them where they are. They're not wrong. Yeah, that means I'm right. <laughs> yeah, in case anybody else knows, when Adam says that, that means you're right. That's about as, that's about as far as it goes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so maybe he's one of those people. Who knows? But it's not looking good. I'd like to see Hackett get a quarterback in there and see what happens. Well, who who's playing for in this week? Because I don't think – I think Russ is out. Oh man, is That's it ripping? Yep, yes, rip it, rip it. Oh dear God, <laughs> let it rip. <laughs> Did you say let it rip or let it whip? Because let it rip. <laughs> okay, as they as I heard someone say, the catch the catchphrase team. That's what the Broncos <laughs> yeah. are. That's all they got this year is catchphrase. That's it. That's it. Well, might as well just eat my shorts from now on. So, anyways. <laughs> Um, at, at number 30, I got the Texans. I mean, yes, they showed Moxie. Yes, they showed that they can play. They're still 111 and one. So <laughs> I'm going with the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Same here. The Bears. If you cannot throw the football in this modern NFL, you are toast. Okay. So outside, if you if you took off Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waller off Miami, do you basically just have the Chicago Bears? I don't know. That's tough to say. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, I have never seen a bigger waste of a tight end than what the Dolphins have done to Mike Gusecki. Oh, Holy man. Shit. Holy shit. That guy was supposed to be the second coming of Jason Witten. He is yeah. nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah. Maybe when, um, was it Jimmy Graham played for um, the Saints? That, yeah. No, you're talking about Jimmy Graham when he went to the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a broken Jimmy Graham, too. Yeah. We're talking yeah. about a perfectly healthy tight end. Yeah. It was supposed to be the next big thing yeah. and has been just squandered. Squandered. And I'm telling two can only throw short and over the middle. Where do tight ends do, do like 80% of their operation? Short and over the middle. Dude. Yeah. I'm confused. You put Gusecki on Tampa, Brady will show you what to do with him. <laughs> I'm telling you. He'll <laughs> be leading the league for reception. Half the teams in the league know how to use Gusecki. Yeah. If I were him, I'd be screaming to get out of that. Yeah. And he just might. I, I don't know what his contract situation is. I'm trying to look it up right now. Yeah, because yeah, he, he should be up. 
you'd think. But I mean, but realistically, the only reason why Tua even has the numbers he has is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Now the Bears don't have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. They do yeah. have Justin Fields, Mister Happy Feet back there, and Chase Claypool. <laughs> Doesn't do you any good if you don't have a quarterback that can actually throw the ball. Yeah. Well, I bet you Chase is like, hey, like, what the hell? Movie. Yeah. But Pickens was like, thank you. He's like he's a free agent next year. If he stays, like, he's not going to stay. He's no. got to go. No, he got to go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Almost literally anywhere. You know where he'd fit in? The Giants. They are dying for a tight end, and that might be the thing that rounds out that offense. Yeah. So you still have confidence in Daniel Jones? I mean, he's done better this year than I expected him to. And he's dealt with, like, no receivers. Galladay's, Galladay's not worth a damn. They traded Kadarius Toney. Um, who else is out there? Somebody's injured. But I mean, my my thing with the Giants, they started six and one, and that they're what like one four and one since. Yeah, but is that a Daniel Jones thing? I mean, oh, yeah. because oh. Andrew Thomas is supposed to be one of the best tacklers in the league. He's been giving up sacks left and right since they played the Cowboys. Okay, so if it's if it's not a quarterback thing, is it a coaching thing? Hmm. I'm not ready to say that yet. I, pretty, I'm trying, a, trying to figure out what the problem is. He's a pretty talented coach. He's a pretty talented coach. You're right with that, but I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. Let's look at this injury report. Shit, just this week they got two guards out, Leonard Williams and Adore Jackson. There's a starting corner, a starting guard, and a starting defensive end. Um. Wow. Solid amount of people on injury reserve. I don't know. Oh, Sterling Shepard has been out all season. Okay, so no impact on the 6-1 and one record that they had beforehand. When did you go out? You said he was out all season. November 8th. Okay. What has he done? He only played three games. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's look at Daniel Jones' stats. I don't. I haven't seen him throw a whole bunch of interceptions. He's twelve and four. Twelve touchdowns, four interceptions, in thirteen mm-hmm. games. Not even a touchdown per game. Not even averaging two hundred yards passing per game. Yeah, his leading receiver is Slayton. I mean, it's not looking good. Yeah. They have no talent outside at all. Yeah. But yeah, he yeah, he can definitely benefit from having a Gasecki. Also, too, um, Gasecki to the Chargers, that'll be something dangerous too. How much is Galladay making this year? Too much. With his <laughs> six receptions for sixty-three yards or fifty-one yards. So the the only teams that the Giants have beaten since October 16th, Jacksonville and Houston. This is a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm wondering if there, if it's not so much like there's something wrong, but it's their schedule catching up to them. 
Cowboys broke their soul. Well, no, look at look at their schedule. They started off with Tennessee. It's a solid win. Carolina, Dallas, which they lost. Chicago and Green Bay. So I mean, they were going to be four and one after with that schedule. Yep. And then they Cowboys, beat Baltimore. Which... Cowboys broke their soul. That's what I'm going with on Thanksgiving. They were supposed to win that game, and the Cowboys were like, nope. Oh, they were already hitting the skids before that. Yeah. It, probably that Detroit game really got them. They probably thought, oh, this is Detroit. Detroit was like, uh-uh. You mean like Minnesota? Yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. I loved it so much. I am enjoying watching the Vikings fall apart. And not just for uh, playoff positioning. Oh, I got I got friends that are Vikings fans. So oh. <laughs> to watch the wheels just go, just been amazing. Skull. Yes, <laughs> you you banked you banked everything on Kirk Cousins. Congratulations! The, yeah, the Vikings are the Clemson in the NFL this year. Yes. So, and, and speaking of that, we'll get to our, our our picks so we can watch Minnesota lose again. Um, so the first pick is uh, Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo is a seven and a half point favorite. It's in Buffalo. I don't know what the forecast is. I don't know. Seven inches of snow. <laughs> so I went about seven seven to eight inches of snow. I went with Buffalo because. Cold and a quarterback who can't throw very far do not mix, and no running game. Yeah, thanks, Raheem Mostert, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I got to go with Buffalo. If they don't take that roadmap that the Chargers use, they're idiots. Yeah, pack Buffalo. the middle, pack the middle of the field, force the little guy to throw outside. Yep, Buffalo. Yeah, the next game was a game I did not think would be relevant, like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lions and the Jets. This is for like playoff positioning. So weird. This solely um, <laughs> depends on Mike White. Yeah. I went with the Jets because I still have no faith in Detroit. I'm going to pick the Lions because the offense. Yeah, it's going to be pretty brutal up in New York. Um, it's a dome team playing in the cold. Right. Uh, however, man. Typically, typically by the time the weather reaches New York City, New Jersey, it's dumped all its snow across the state. It's still cold. Yeah, but cold and snowy are two different things. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jets. Only because they're playing in in New York. That's why. I think think that weather's going to play a part. So the next game is a four and a half point spread. It's Dallas and Jacksonville. Dallas is a four and a half point favorite. That's all. that's it. I went with the Cowboys because, yeah. That's all. That's Cowboys and they cover. You can put somebody else's odds in there. They're going to cover that shit, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I picked the Cowboys by three touchdowns. No, Dora Domus says Jackson. <laughs> no, I'm picking Dallas. Yeah. Oh. Dora predicts Dallas for three touchdowns. The Cowboys are going to break that curse. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> when we don't come back next week, y'all will know why. <laughs> <laughs> so the next game is Tennessee versus the Chargers. I went with Tennessee because I Herbert's good. I don't trust him. He's our Brett Favre. I, I trust Herbert. He might throw some interceptions, but he might lead the game with a drive. Yeah. Last week was the first time all year they've beaten a team with a winning record. Um, he's going to make it two in a row. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Chargers. You don't think that coincides with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams being on the field at the same time? He, but he did the same thing last year. 
Like he has talent, just for whatever reason, that team cannot put it together. I just, every time I think about the AFC West, all I can think about that Twitter meme I made, how much hate we got for it, <laughs> how we how we were dead on. Yes, I was dead on with that shit. Hell, shit. we we were so wrong, you know, right about that, and people were so mad at us. It completely broke Twitter. Twitter is non-existent Twitter. anymore. Ever. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter can kiss my whole entire ass. It doesn't exist anymore. It's awesome. Whole entire ass. <laughs> so the the next game is uh, it's an elimination game. It's the Giants versus Washington. I went with Washington because I like Heineke over Daniel Jones. Boy, if Saquon Barkley's healthy though, he <laughs> is capable of changing that game. Yeah. They they wound up tying last time, so <sighs> I'm going Washington just because they're in Washington. That's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Washington too. Okay. Like Heine. So as of right now, we've gone through this is what week 15. Mm-hmm. BJ's up by two wins. The entire. Well, I was down by two a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I'm going to put that out there, Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fucking Jacksonville picks. But that's all right. I'm going to ride with him. Did you say let's ride with Jacksonville? <laughs> yes. That was it right there. That's That did it. To the grave. Ride to the grave. <laughs> I said we'll ride with him. The two pass saw, Jacksonville picks screw me over. I saw another thing. You guys having a lot of sack in six games. I was like, that was the wrong week to flash that stat, buddy. I know. That is the announcer curse. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They did Give that up five purpose. this week. Exactly. Everyone up front's getting one. Yeah. Hey, Dallas, look. They have had a lot of sack five weeks. Great. <laughs> so, like, with- hey, Trevor. One, two, check down to ETN and just <laughs> see what happens. Shotgun, <laughs> three-step drop it, go. That's it. Just one, two, three, hitch. Go. Let's go. Don't even let Parsons even sniff you, dude. Just three, th- just, you just toss it. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to get that Donovan Wilson headache right there. <laughs> Look, anybody but Parsons, because I want to hear BJ Ball. So anybody else, <laughs> well, at least try to. It's gonna be fun. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> we should go get some wings about it. Yep. Hey, y'all have fun. So. <laughs> Throw chicken bones at you the whole game. <laughs> uh, take that for every sack. Yep. Uh, he missed one, but still, it was almost a sack. Here you go. Chicken bone. <laughs> so, with, with that, we'll take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports Twenty One. <laughs> 